Yeah, it's working. So hi, my name is Matt, uh, Matt Squirrel, uh, and I've been coming to the community church for just over 12 years now. Um, uh, if you don't know me, there's two really, really uh, important things that you do need to know about me. Um, number one is that I am a massive show-off. I am an attention seeker. If you do know me, I'm sure that's hard to believe, isn't it? Um, second thing that you need to know about me is I love Christmas! Woo! Who here loves Christmas? I specifically love celebrating on Christmas Day. I love the presents. I love the lights and decorations. I love the turkey. But of course, I've missed out one thing, haven't I? Everybody's favourite thing on Christmas Day is, of course, the Queen's Speech. Yeah, yeah, that's right. In our house at two minutes to three, we turn off all the lights, the television's on, we wrap ourselves in our Union Jack flags, we place our hands over our hearts, and we listen to the Queen's Speech. I'm sure it's the same in your house as well, isn't it? No? Okay, just me. Of course, I love the Queen's Speech because I am, at heart, a royalist. Now, it's okay if you're not, but I am. And uh, I was thinking about the Christmas celebration. I was thinking about another time that I really, really celebrated. It was about 10 years ago when it came to the marriage of William and Kate. 10 years ago. Oh, my gosh. And I really enjoyed that day off. Who else enjoyed that day off? Yeah, okay, so I went around some friend's house uh, and we had brunch and we watched at the service. I've just got a few memories of that day that really stuck in my mind. So yeah, that beautiful church service, everybody remembers that. And then of course, after the marriage ceremony, they, um, uh, they went on their coach uh, and everybody was, uh, was applauding at the sidelines. It was absolutely fantastic. And then of course, the kiss, ruined by what I call miserable girl in the corner. You see her there. Uh, and then, of course, oh my gosh, the best bit, the street parties. Who had a street party? Yeah, that's right. It, it was a great day. Loads of really, really good memories. Um, but there is one memory for me that really, really sticks out from that day. And I'll, I'll probably remember it for the, for the rest of my life. I'm sure it'll be the same for you. Oh, no, <laughs> sorry, sorry, wrong one. I don't know what that's doing in there. Uh, I'm going to blame the visuals team for that. Um, don't know what that is. Um, okay, no, it's this one. This is the memory that really, really sticks in my mind. That is a picture of Parsonage Lane. And at about eight o'clock on, on that day, um, I was coming back from this very venue um, to pick my wife up, and I drove up Parsonage Lane. And as I was driving, just on the left there, the bottom left, there was a dirt path, and just to the side of it, I saw a figure dressed in black, laying down, not moving. And so I pulled my car over, I wound down the window, and I called out. And what I saw was a man laying there, did not respond. And so I parked the car, turned off the engine, got out, and I started to slowly approach him. And his eyes were closed, and I was a bit scared, um, because he just wasn't saying a word. And I could see that at the back of his head, he was quite injured. And as I did approach him, I, I noticed the smell of alcohol quite strongly. And I guessed that he maybe had a bit too much to drink. He'd slipped down the, back, uh, the bank, fallen over and cracked his head. And he was completely unconscious. And so I got out my mobile and I called 999 and I told them what was going on. And they 
just gave me some advice. They said that, that help was on the way and, and that I should just keep, keep talking to him. Um, and, and so I did. And so I, I knelt, knelt down by his side. And I don't know why, but I, I just felt that to comfort him, I'll just put my hand over his hand. And all this time I was on the phone to 999. They told me that the paramedics were on their way. And so the paramedic did turn up. And, um, and as the paramedic parked their car uh, and got out to get their kit from the boot, all of a sudden the man's eyes opened. And he grabbed my hand. And he looked at me. And I looked at him. And he said these words that I will remember for the rest of my life. He said, you're the kindest lady I've ever met. Haven't you got soft hands? So I grabbed his wallet, punched him in the gut and ran off. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I did what you guys are doing now. I, I, I laughed um, with sheer relief more than anything. And the, the paramedic uh, approached. And as he did, uh, he said, uh, it's okay. I'll take it from here. Um, what's that got to do with Christmas? I'll read you this. This is from Matthew, the first chapter of Matthew. Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son. And they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. At Christmas time, we celebrate the coming of Jesus to earth. And it is a big deal. Jesus came for a purpose that wouldn't come to fruition until 30 years later. At his death and resurrection. And in the passage I've just read to you, we've received a massive Spoiler, if you've not read the book of Matthew, well, it ruins it there for you right there. It ruins the ending. <sighs> the angel, upon visiting Joseph, tells him and us exactly why Jesus is coming. He will save us from our sins. That's what it's all about. Well, what does that mean? The Bible says... In Romans, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Well, what is sin? A good friend of mine gave me a little acronym for this quite a while ago. It stuck with me. S, shove off God. I, I'm in control of my life. N, no to doing things your way. And I'm sure at some point in all of our lives, we've either thought that, said that, or acted that out in some way. For all have sinned. And that's bad news because Romans goes on to say, for the wages of sin is death. That is separation from God. God knows we can't live up to his holiness we don't come close. He's perfect and we are not. And it breaks his heart. He sees the state that we're in. He sees the sin. And we're as helpless as a man laying unconscious 
almost dead at the side of a road. Some of us know about our sin. We reek of it. We stink of it. Some of us are completely unconscious to it, but it is there. But don't worry, guys, there is good news because thankfully that verse, for the wages of sin is death, carries on. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. And for everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And so Christmas is a time that reminds us that God sees us in our mess, in our state, and he steps in like a stranger. He parks on the side of a road. Jesus lives a sinless life, yet he dies a sinner's death in my place. And he rose again three days later to show that he defeated death so that we could be reunited with God the Father through him in Christ. It's the most amazing identity swap in history. That on the cross, he takes all the punishment that we deserve, and in its place, we receive the inheritance and the sonship of Jesus. He saves. But he doesn't leave us to flounder and do it alone once that's done. He leaves his Holy Spirit, God the Holy Spirit, with us, who says, like a paramedic at the scene of an emergency, leave it with me, I'll take it from here. And at Christmas, this is why we celebrate. It's a time that reminds us that God sees, that God steps in, that God saves, and that God stays. I started talking, out, talking about a royal wedding and how I celebrated that. And the Bible talks about another wedding that will take place at the end of time between Jesus and his bride, the church. And we're all invited. At that time, there'll be no suffering. There'll be no death. There'll be no pain. There'll be no sickness. Every tear will be wiped away. We're all invited. But my question is, have you RSVP'd? If you've never accepted Jesus as your Lord and your Savior and you want to RSVP today, then I'd love to talk to you more about this. Or speak to somebody else, speak to another Christian, or, or attend an Alpha course, please. Some of you may have already RSVP'd. You may have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. But you've still got to turn up to the wedding just because you've RSVP'd doesn't mean that life gets easy. No, that's why God stays. Perhaps you might be going through something. Perhaps there may be something lacking in your life. Perhaps you don't know the closeness of God and you want that. Well, God said that he would stay. And so if you want to know his closeness, then I want to pray that for you as well today. Can we pray now? Yeah, Heavenly Father. I thank you that you sent your son, Jesus. I thank you that he died in our place. 
I thank you that he rose again. I thank you that because of that, we can be reunited with you. Lord, I thank you that at Christmas we can celebrate that you see, that you step in, that you save, and that you stay. And I just pray for all of us that this Christmas we would really, really know that you are near and that you are close, that you are true to your word. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks. I've been Matt. Thank you for listening to me.